Welcome back to Be Unfiltered, a podcast for entrepreneurs who are moving ahead in business and taking action on their dreams. I'm your host, Kelsey Brooks, a serial and spiritual entrepreneur, business coach, and social media maven. I strive for helping your business manifest success faster with my weekly no bullshit tips so you can begin to live your dream life unfiltered. Let's dive into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the Be Unfiltered podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Brooks. And today with me, I have an amazing guest, Colin. We are going to be talking all about leaving corporate America, starting our businesses, and just really going all in. So welcome, Colin, to the podcast. So happy to have you here. I'm so excited to be here too. Thank you for having me today. Of course, yes. Well, why don't you tell the audience a little bit more about yourself and we'll kind of start to go into your story and your journey. Okay, awesome. Hey guys, my name's Colin. I am 24 years old right now. I graduated from ECU with a degree in marketing and since then kind of just been always in the marketing field. Even in high, in college, I had internships and stuff like that. My free time, I enjoy cooking. I like to do photography and video and really just be a creative person. And one of my favorite things about marketing is having the ability to uh, turn nothing into something. I love that being able to turn nothing into something that is so awesome. Um, so why don't you go ahead and tell us I know that um, when we were talking on Instagram and everything, you mentioned that you took a huge risk, leaving corporate America and starting your own business. So when was that? Tell us a little bit more about that, because I know that a lot of people in the online space, entrepreneurs, especially like that seems like it's the golden nugget that to be able to quit their day job and just go full-time in business, but it's hard to take that risk or jump without having that safety net. So I'd love to hear how that's been working for you and, you know, everything that's been going on in that world. Yeah, absolutely. So after college, I went right into working for a university in their dining program. So I was doing their marketing, digital marketing, content creation for them. And I did that for about a year. And when I was doing that, it almost started off as like a new position because I never really saw the need to have a graphic designer or a digital marketer. However, now with the new age of media, it was almost very important to have some type of role like this. So at first it was a little practice run and they said within six months, I would be reevaluated and hopefully get into a full-time position or a new position, promotion, all this fun stuff. Six months came around. They were really happy with my results. They were like, oh my gosh, this is great. We are looking forward to like starting you in a new position starting in, we'll say May. And I was thinking, okay, I thought I was going to start in the six months and you guys were going to be preparing, but that's fine. I'll wait till May. Obviously, COVID happened, and mm. in April, I was placed on furlough for the first time, and it was really annoying because I, since I was a newer position, they didn't see the uh, need to keep me, even though I would argue that having digital media during COVID would probably be more important, but that's neither, that's nor here or there. It's fine. It happens for a reason, and since I was furloughed, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew that I had a lot of uh, skills and what I liked, which was digital marketing. 
So I figured why not continue growing in that, taking more classes, really developing um, my skill sets, and then trying to pitch myself to businesses and brands, which is exactly what I did. I used to work with brands as a photographer, and I used to create content for them for social media and websites. So I kind of took that knowledge that I had and then took the dative side of marketing to try to pitch myself and tell them like, hey, if you want to work with me, I know X, Y, Z, this is what I can do for you. And to my surprise, I ended up getting about, I, I signed someone and that was like a really cool moment knowing that I signed one client. I was like, this is crazy. And I started working with them. And from there, I signed on another client and I was like, okay, wow, I can't believe I got two. This is kind of weird. And as I kept on progressing, I ended up getting my job back with corporate America. And I was like, okay, so I moved back to where I had my job. I re-signed a whole lease for an apartment. I was like, okay, I'm committed. Here we are another year. Hopefully this promotion happens. This is going to be great. And then one month later, I got placed on furlough again. And I was like, you have to be kidding me. I just sacrificed everything. Like I didn't have to come back yet. Here I am. Uh And then at that point, I was like, well, I still have my two clients that I'm working with. And I was working with them part time. And I was like, let's see what would happen if I were to pitch the idea of going full time for them and being a freelancer, starting an agency. And to my surprise, they liked my work from the past five, six months, and they agreed to it. So then that's kind of where I realized, okay, you know what? Maybe this is for a reason that I'm not in corporate America anymore. Let's just Mm -hmm. see where this goes. And I kind of just went full in on the whole business thing and said, what is there to really, um, I'm willing to take the risk because one, I'm young, I'm only 24. So Mm -hmm. my thing is if my business is to fail, in the next year or two. That's totally fine. I still have a degree. I could still get back into the job force, corporate America. But right now I feel like this is the perfect opportunity, especially in 2020 with COVID where there was just so much of a standstill. Why not try to make a, um, take on a new challenge and see what happens, which is the main reason why I wasn't really too afraid to take this commitment on full time. Because mm-hmm. I knew at first, obviously, the um, having only two clients. And so the money, it was doable. I was living. So I was definitely content. But then as I started to progress in my business and really put more effort into it and signed on more clients, I then realized that the money will come eventually. And it's just a waiting game sometimes. And that's okay. And that's why I made sure that I had money saved up prior to making this commitment. So in case anything were to go away, I at least had a little backup that I could be working with. I like that. That is such a good mindset shift there. I'm all about trying to find the positivity in a negative space or always trying to, you know, reframe um, situations that happen to us that might feel like it's a disappointment or a failure. But I mean, 2020 happened. It happened to everybody. I mean, I too... I, I mean, I know there's lots of com- people in the company that I was with who um, were furloughed and let go. I was actually just back in December. So a couple of days before Christmas, actually, I was let go from my company. It actually was unrelated to um, COVID, but I mean, it's really 
corporate America is not like where our parents used to be. It's not that stable place where you go there nine to five, you get your paycheck, you clock out, you know, 40 years later and you're set for life. It is definitely not the same anymore. And I think our generation has really noticed that and has been starting to take it into our own hands, which is definitely why entrepreneurship is, I mean, I don't like to say it's trending, but I mean, what else are we supposed to do? So I love that you have really found that and have been working for it. And, you know, you were able to get those clients so fast. What are some tips that you would share with people who maybe are in a similar situation or thinking about leaving their corporate job who maybe don't have those clients yet? And they, they worry about that. So I think that one of the greatest things that I took from corporate America, right, was my experience and what I did with, with corporate America and taking that as almost my portfolio with trying to pitch myself. It's like, okay, sure, my business is new. This is true. However, this is what I did at my old job. Who's to say I can't do this for your company when I did this for my other company that I worked for as a team? So I think if you're able to provide value and reason to why you're pitching yourself, I mean, then who's to say that you're not capable? I like that. Yes, that's very true. My last job, I was in sales. And um, when COVID hit, it was actually April. I actually had my best sales month that month and I beat my own personal record. I think I sold upwards of $270,000 worth of equipment. And just in 2020 alone, I sold over $1.5 million in sales. And so it's definitely, if you have a situation where your job relates to a business that you want to build. I mean, that's where we have our experience. I mean, we could put that on our resumes. I've done that personally before, but yeah, definitely take your experience from your job. Use that as a stepping stone to show you the proof that it's possible for you. I love that. That is so great. What else would you maybe tell with somebody uh, about being in this full-time entrepreneur life? I mean, do you have any like hesitations that this might not work out? I mean, we're in 2021, now in February, everything still seems to be shut down in the world. I mean, do you have any reserves about that or possibly that you might uh, have to go back to corporate America? Yes, 100%, absolutely. <laughs> if there's not a day where I don't have a little mental breakdown and you know what, that is totally unacceptable and that is fine. And it just makes, it's scary. I mean, this is something where you're now working for yourself, where you don't know if a month is going to be as successful as another month, as opposed to corporate America, where you're guaranteed that check mm -hmm. every, every two weeks, you know, the exact amount that you're going to be making, yeah. you know, how to budget all of that. When you start your own company, you don't have that security anymore. So it is always scary. It's scary to know that on the first day of the month or the second day of the month, when clients and me are talking that maybe they're going to bring up in a conversation, hey, this isn't working out, we're going to need to go. And then losing a client, which is always um, something that is not fun, of course, obviously, mm -hmm. but I mean, it's just the way of life. There's no way that you're going to probably stay with one client for forever. I mean, this also gives you the opportunity to grow. So whenever I lose a client or talk to someone on a discovery call and we're really feeling each other and we're really excited and then we, I create my proposal, I send it off, they're excited about it. And then they kind of ghost for like two weeks and come back and say, actually, after thinking about it, we don't have the budget, this isn't going to work. And then that's where the frustration comes from, because at that moment, you're thinking, oh, well, this is going to be new money that's coming in. So I'll be okay. 
And then to have those type of emails come in where it's like, wait a minute, never mind. That's when your mind shifts and you're like, oh no, like what's going to happen? So there's definitely times where I'm always feeling um, a little stressed out. However, I also see that stress is normal and it's definitely mm-hmm. something that everyone deals with, even in corporate America, whether you're yep. in corporate America, entrepreneur, doctor, it doesn't matter. Stress is always there and these things are always going to be apparent. It's kind of just like, how do you work around that, right? How do you realize like, okay, I'm stressed. Why am I stressed? And then break down the reasons. And that's something that I see that helps me a lot. I'm like, okay, I'm overwhelmed. Well, why am I overwhelmed? And then I go through my list to make sure like, oh, okay, well, I have this project that I have to do, or I have to do this project. And then I kind of get into a mindset where I project manage, which is something that entrepreneurs are really good at project managing, right? Because (laughs) with entrepreneurs, you don't have that nine to five typical job. Most of the time people are working around the clock. So you have to try to find that balance as to when you're going to efficiently shut down your laptop and be like, okay, no, I'm done for the day. Like if you need to get me, you can reach me tomorrow. And the crazy thing about that is, I mean, that's a possibility. You could tell your client or something like, hey, listen, I'm sorry. This is the end of the day for me. Like I'll get back to this tomorrow. And most times they're going to be okay with that because they also understand because they're in the workforce too, when they realize that people need to shut off. And I think that's something that I'm realizing with some people that they don't realize um, that I have a life outside of working and they think that they can get to me every, any hour of the day. And I mean, I do have great communication skills and I do believe that my communication skills is what has me have a strong relationship with my clients. So of course, if they email me or send me a text message, I'm not going to ignore them. I'm going to acknowledge it, let them know. But at the same time too, I'm going to set those professional boundaries, which I think Mm -hmm. is one of the biggest things about an entrepreneur is setting those boundaries and understanding when it's okay to one, say no to something that you're just not comfortable with. And two, when to just say like, Hey, you know what? I hear you. I understand. Um, Unfortunately, though, like I'm not able to help at this moment. Let's just reconvene tomorrow or something like that. And like I said, sometimes people are going to be a little comprehensive with that. And they're like, well, I pay you. So why are you not at my beck and call? It's like, okay, well, first off, I'm working with you, not for you. And I feel like that's the difference with agencies and entrepreneurs and people who are freelancers. It's like, Like, yes, you're paying me, but at the same time too, we're working together for a common goal. I'm not your employee. I love that. Definitely the biggest thing that I've learned in these couple months of being a full-time entrepreneur is having those boundaries, especially with myself on my working hours and almost kind of treating it like corporate America where you do, you know, what time do you start? When do you end the day? And just like if any of these um, peoples or companies um, were working with, you know, a big corporate America chain or conglomerate company, you know, they understand that people usually leave at five o'clock. And so if anything gets sent, you know, at that time or at the end of the day or after that, it's going to be dealt with the next day. And that's just kind of a normal thing that a lot of people understand and recognize. And I've also noticed that I think people give you a little bit more respect when you do set those boundaries, like, hey, you know, 
it's the end of the day, I have something personal going on, or it's a weekend, I'll get to this Monday morning, and just really, you know, being okay with setting those professional boundaries. I mean, it's your business, you know, we got into business to, you know, almost a lot of us want that time freedom, that um, financial freedom and everything to not be working for somebody else being told what to do all the time. And so you kind of get to pivot it in your own way. So that is such a great thing. And I, I think it's definitely something that we need to shine more light on for newer entrepreneurs in the space. So that is awesome. Um, thank you for also sharing how you kind of deal with the stress too, because I know that that's a lot, a lot of people worry about. Um, what else do you have that you would love to share to somebody who is maybe thinking about quitting their job or who has had to build their business due to COVID or something else going on? Any tips? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and not only because this is like my field of expertise, um, <laughs> but I would definitely suggest if you're not on social media, getting on social media, getting your name out there, showing people who you are, what you can offer, showing that value. And I think that goes for even anything, right? With social media too, it's really fun because there's all different types of content pillars that someone can go into. I mean, you could be providing value by teaching someone something, or it could just be entertainment and that helps a lot. So I feel as though if you were to be getting into this, um, hate to say it, but I mean, it's very true too. Like TikTok is a really great way where you see a lot of businesses just blowing up on TikTok because they're mm -hmm. just real, real people talking about their daily struggles or showing the insight. And I think that's another thing too that really helps is transparency. Because at the mm -hmm. end of the day, yeah. if someone wants to find something out, they're going to Google it, right? Like we have Google, we have all these resources that sure, if someone wants to learn uh, social media marketing, they easily can. They can Google social, social media marketing, learn the exact same thing I do. The only difference is I'm the one that's taking the time to actually do it. And some might not want to have to put in that time and effort. So there's no point in keeping secrets and not sharing like tips and tricks, because at the end of the day, someone would be able to discover that anyways. Very so true. why try to keep yourself very guarded? And then, um, oh, those people who are guarded, it's just like those businesses too, or entrepreneurs. It's like, you don't really want to trust them. You don't have that trust with them because you almost feel like they are, um, they're trying to get ahead of everyone. And I mean, sure, obviously everyone is a business and that makes sense, especially with entrepreneurs, you're trying to be successful, but your success doesn't mean that you have to then um, like hinder someone else's as well. Mm -hmm. Like you can teach someone social media and still be successful in social media because not only are they signing with you because of your skills, but your personality has a lot to do with it. Your mindset. The thing yes. that's great about the mindset is no one else has the same thoughts as you. You are your own person. You are your own identity. Your brand is your own identity. That's the difference. So yeah, when I pitch myself that I'm a digital marketing service, obviously I offer the exact same things as every other digital marketing service, which is true. However, you're not getting call in when you're going to those people. You're not getting the same mindset that I have, the same ambition, the same drive, the same enthusiasm, the different way of thinking, if you may. That's what my clients get when they sign with me. And I think more so people are more willing to trust the person behind the brand than the brand itself. Yep. People buy from people. People buy from people. Exactly. <laughs> 
Awesome. I love that. Well, why don't you tell the people of this podcast where they can find more of you at and get to know you even more? Yeah, absolutely. So actually my favorite thing to be on right now is Clubhouse. I am obsessed with Clubhouse. Mm -hmm. It is the greatest thing. Uh, You can find me at my first name, last name, Colin Quaste. So that's C-O-L-I-N-Q-U-A-S-T-E, or it's also, hang on, let me do this. Um, We'll make sure that all the links or handles and all that stuff is in the show notes as well, so that um, everybody has quick accessibility to those too, so. Awesome. So then my uh, Clubhouse handle is K-Y-W-M-I-N-C, and then you can also find me on Instagram at just Colin J-Q. And don't ever feel hesitant to slide into uh, my DMs. My DMs are always open. I'm always talking to people. I'm never ignoring anyone. And just even if you want to talk about business or something or having those fears or anything, I would love to talk to you even more. I mean, I'm open to anything. Awesome. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. Do you have anything else to share with the audience? Any last words of wisdom? Um, any kind of promotional items or anything? Um, I would say that, yes, obviously taking risks is scary. However, really think about it and realize too that if something does fail, that doesn't mean that you failed either. Mm, Like, mm -hmm. and I think that's one of the biggest things like, okay, say you do start a business and say it isn't working and it's just not working out that's totally okay too. Like don't get down on yourself, especially if you have a bad month or something, because that's just going to then make you even more stressed or anxious. And you're just not going to want to try to succeed anymore. But honestly, I see failure as a really important thing because when I, when something doesn't go the right way, that's when you take it and you turn it into a positive, which I bring it back to the whole corporate America being furloughed. Like that Mm -hmm. was really unfortunate but I turned that into a positive by figuring out what I wanted to do. And now I'm just doing it. And like I said, I'm not going to say I'm the most successful person out there, but to me, my success is my happiness and I'm happy with what I do. So since I'm happy with what I do, I'm considering myself successful. Awesome. I love that. Thank you so much. I have one final question that I ask all my guests. The name of the podcast is Be Unfiltered. So how do you show up in life or business unfiltered? Ooh, okay. (laughs) Um, I guess I would say that I live the um, motto of not caring what people think and just being my true authentic self. And this has nothing to do with business, but Sometimes people don't like you and that's totally okay because at the end of the day, you like yourself, right? So I'm not Mm -hmm. going to try to be someone I'm not to gain someone's approval or gain someone's like, it's just not worth it to me. That's too much energy and I simply don't have the time for it. Awesome. I love that response. I 100% agree. Well, thank you so much, Colin, for coming on, sharing your story. I really hope that this has inspired people Um, just, you know, I feel like it's just such a relatable topic and, um, thank you so much for coming on and sharing it with everybody. I can't wait to have everybody listen to this and you guys definitely go follow him and learn from his wisdom. So thank you so much, Colin. 
Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Be Unfiltered. I hope you loved and got some valuable information to begin taking action today. And if you really love this episode, it would mean the world to me if you subscribed and left a comment over on the iTunes review section. Until next time, keep taking unfiltered action on your life and dreams. Peace and love.